Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Hello, everyone. To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze. It's, it's just me and you today, Roxy. How no, been? I think this is a first. Right? It is. Like, it's just the two of us on this podcast. So let's see. I mean, I'm excited. It, it's been a while since we've just had us on together. So yeah. yeah. How have you been lately? Uh, you know, life, busy. Yeah. working two jobs <laughs> basically yeah it's been busy it's been I feel like like I can't believe we're already at the end of June like I feel like June went by so fast that I'm just like it's already July I know was- this podcast is being published like right before my birthday so I'm about to turn even older yeah you're not that old we're not that old uh- <laughs> <laughs> to, to some of the newer k-pop fans we might be considered old but no we're not that old roxy teenage k-pop fans call us hags yeah i know <laughs> so like hardcore even though i'm the same age as min Yungi. like we're the same age as like half of the industry <laughs> yeah if anybody's gonna marry your faves it's gonna be one of us that's the same age as them <laughs> or there might be older because you never know what they're into but I mean, I feel like even within this past few months, a lot has happened, don't you think? I think too much has happened. Um, I don't have the capacity to keep up with the number of comebacks that happen every month anymore. Me too. And speaking of comebacks, this particular episode is all about a comeback catch-up, you know, seeing where we are in the how you sphere. I think when was the last time you guys talked about it? It was definitely what around March the yeah. last time first quarter yeah about when we or I wasn't on that episode unfortunately uh I think it was our uh, other staff members that were on that episode but there has been a lot since then that has come out and I mean let's just go through the list what what have we seen what we haven't heard I mean I think listeners out there have to bear with me and Roxy there's so much that we can't get to everything there's just so many that came out. So I think we're just going to run down the list of what came through, right? Yeah, starting in April. So since we left off with March, um, I would say the first thing that happened in April that I was not prepared for was only one of uh, libido. Everybody was talking about that. Yeah, like, I, okay, I know everybody was talking about it, but I haven't seen it. But I've seen clips of certain, you know, audio snippets and performances and I'm like yeah I can see why people are talking about this see the question though was whether or not they were queer baiting which is let's be honest is pretty common in the k-pop industry so nothing new yeah that that question I did see a lot of talk about it but I've never listened to the song how did you like it you haven't listened to the song dude no it, I'm I'm telling you so many came out that I'm just like and also you know things have come up in the personal life that it's just like I can't keep up okay so after we record you need to go listen to this song it's very hard to explain but it has like its own 
its own aura. It has like its own thing. It's very memorable and it's like, it's super catchy. It's like a weird, like, um, almost like the word techno comes to my mind because I'm old, but like, you know, that really intense, like house mm-hmm. sort of like backbeat mm-hmm. is like, that's like the main focus. And it's, I don't know, it's a really good song, the way that they put it together. And, um, in the past, I have not been the biggest fan of only one of's releases. So this one kind of hit me in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. I think the production for it was done really well. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously people are super into like the sexy concept with the title, you know, it's going to be a sexy right. concept. So. Are we going to get a live reaction of me? Like always constantly screaming <laughs> on this podcast when I listen to certain things? Maybe you know, we should, we should, <laughs> should I, I just do it right now? You should do it. I, I'm trying to think about their ages because this is like my biggest fear now. So like when the younger kids try to be sexy, I'm like, like, yeah, like, yeah. If you're like 18, stop. Like, right, 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 right. Hold on, let me see this. Let me find this. They have a guilty pleasure version of this music video. Say what? Um, it's a lot. Well, so here, here's a backstory. Like, I have a tendency. If you haven't noticed, if you haven't listened to the blooper episode. I have a tendency to react to things live when this podcast is happening. Um, I.e., if you were in the recording earlier, uh, I was freaking out to BTS uh, concept photos. And you know what? You know, hold on. Real quick. I, I would just and- be emotionally prepped because like the minute it opens, one of them is being tied up. Oh boy. Okay. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Oh, oh. Oh, I can see what you mean about the sound. Who's this with the long hair? Isn't it the kid, the long-haired kid that always had his eyes covered? Oh, um, yes. I think his name is Junji, but don't hold me to that. Stun, like, like right off the bat, even though I'm just like 30 seconds in video, music video, stunning, gorgeous. Like, it looks really, oh, hello. Oh, where is this going? Where do you think it's going? When that, when that beat drops at the chorus, you're kind of like, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Th- okay, yeah, this is overwhelming. This is overwhelming. Huh? Put your shirt back on, please. <laughs> I do really like um, the styling of how this music video is, though. Like, color-wise. Oh, my God. There's so much to see in this music video. There's I- so... I just okay, went I'm to check the ages, there. like to be sh- to be like, just to check check the ages because we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the first teaser photo for this one for Love, I believe he's the leader. Um, his titties are just out. Oh. He's just shirtless, like he's just, and I'm like, that's that's a lot. Um, he is 1994, so like it's age appropriate, but. It, it's just like when when you mix in the younger ages, it's like there's a territory we we don't want to step. You know, it's just like uh uh-uh, uh uh no. Okay, I paused it. I will continue that later. That was overwhelming, and I was only a minute and a half in, and I'm like, okay, we have so many other things to talk about in terms of comebacks. I'm just like, but I'm I I can see why. Like I can see why everybody was talking about it. I mean, song like even just now, like listening to it just now, it sounds really good. It's addictive. I will give it that. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also like a good segue for people like me that were like not super into their previous releases. 
mm-hmm. where it kind of makes you like latch on and sort of mm-hmm. see what's coming. I I don't think I like I think there's just so many groups and artists to keep up with that like I I'm aware of only one of but I've just never gotten the chance to sit down and listen to it. And I mean, granted, this is probably my introduction into this group with libido. I mean, that sounds pretty good, pretty fire right there. I, I'm definitely interested in listening to more. I will give it a chance later on. Listeners, don't, don't at me. I will get there. There's just somebody to keep up with. Another um, April release. I've been very surprised by Kang Daniel. I did not hop on the Kang Daniel train when 101 was at its peak or when mm-hmm. Produce 101 was happening. Mm-hmm. But like his last two releases, uh, Paranoia and Antidote, have really made me been like, I might stand. Like I really like his the way his solo work is sort of moving toward highlighting some of like the struggle he has because he was like the number one Korea boy when Produce 101 was happening. Like everybody was in love with him, but he's sort of showing like the dark side of that and you know how it affects his mental health to have to have that sort of image I admit also another artist that I don't really like listen to but I do know like the scope of like what he releases and I mean everybody talks about him still like even though you know one-on-one is finished and everything like there's always a buzz around uh Kang Daniel and I mean rightfully so like I couldn't i didn't I not couldn't I didn't listen to a lot of his stuff but like sometimes you know when you're working on stuff like you'll hear songs pop up and th- I think that was the case for Kong Daniel's more recent releases and I was just like okay it's a vibe I can see why I personally like it's not coming from the fact that I don't hate it or anything I just haven't you know given it the time it fully deserves but I'm just like you know what I'm it's not it's a song that's definitely like, I'm not skipping over this. Like, I actually like this when I, it came through on the playlist, you know, those curated playlists that comes up. Yeah, it came up and I'm like, oh, so this is what he released and I'm not mad at it. And he he seems to be doing really well for himself. I like how I just said his name like a dumb white bitch. Gang Daniel. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think I, I feel like it shows a more mature side to him and I tend to be drawn more toward that type of music in general so like the the light upbeat stuff is not my favorite because I am a goth bitch but you know and I also think just like visually too like whatever Kang Daniel puts himself in like you know it's always like a deeper color and it works so well for him and it's just like it I feel like it's more of his aesthetic to go down that route and I mean he's so good looking it's just like it fits that you know it's more of the darker brooding and I mean sure he can also do lighthearted things I'm pretty sure that there are more lighthearted songs but I'm like I think this is his thing and I I would like to see more and how he hones in on you know maximizing on this type of concept and style as far as April goes for comebacks I feel like those were like the only two that really got me but there were a lot of big names like uh newest and day six had a full group comeback I know and, after a long time yeah and one of the uh one of the comebacks everybody was talking about was in hyphen I can't like mentally deal with in hyphen because their McNay is literally 15 and I'm like I can't 
my brain can't even begin to like conceptualize this <laughs> see another group I haven't touched like I you know what's funny is that I actually saw the the live when they're announcing who the members are I sat, actually sat there and watched it live and I was just like I'm excited to see this group it, it it's kind of like txt for me it's just like I I know that they exist I just don't listen to them and I'm like, I know everybody's going to be like, why aren't you listening to TXT or Enhyphen? They're so good. I know. I'm aware. I'm sorry. It's just, it's hard for me to get into groups. It's because we're old. Yeah. So we're stuck in second and third gen. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh my God. Oh, we're so old. At the same time, it's just like, there's just so much coming out. Um, In terms of it, like I, I, I see the hype. I like I know TXT and, and hyphen are juggernauts in their own right and they deserve every you know accolade that they're getting right now I will get to it I promise like those boys like these are the new up-and-coming groups you know that everybody is like talking about everybody is they're like they're at the peak of their you know generation right now so they can only go up from here in terms of April, I have to get on this because who would I be without mentioning Itzy. my girl? No, well, okay, them, but in April is also IU. I freaking loved her album. I really like, I, and this is not even like, yeah, sure, I'm biased, but I want to say it's probably one of her best. And my all-time favorite from her is her modern times album as well as the oh god i'm gonna get the this album title wrong it's the fantasy album it's the album that has you and i on it those two are like my top two favorites but i'm just like when she came out with lilac and i'm like well this is a contender for like one of my favorite and i love what she did where she basically released two music videos but all her other teasers were snippets of other tracks and it wasn't even 30 seconds she gave you a minute 30 or sometimes two minutes of like this is what the song's gonna be like on this album and I'm like yes please more of this where you have and it was like an individual music video in itself and I'm like she did that that's my ultimate girl bias anyways another one for me is also Astro we saw Astro come back Uh, as well indeed and I like this concept from Astro. I was like, oh, I love how they're going down the more mature route. Like, you know, when you, when, you know, when they first debuted, you know, they're the bubbly boy next door kind of concept. It's very cute. But to see them, how they've grown, it's just like, wow. I, I know, but believe. I still like, I can't handle Sana trying to be sexy. <laughs> He, he has a cute face. I remember when he was like a baby, mm-hmm. but because he definitely has the baby face. And then like, I just remember with the, with their, you know, early debut concepts, they were so upbeat and bubbly and just like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do it. <laughs> but I mean, um... I can do Cha Unwu though. I'm there for that one. Oh, he looks <laughs> so good in that music video. No, you know who surprised me in that music video was Rocky. Rocky with long hair. I'm like, oh. I don't even want to talk about Rocky. I have a problem with him. <laughs> He's so good though. Like I, I admit Astros like is probably one of the repeats from April that came out for me. Was Itzy also April? 
Or is that May? No, they were like the very end of April. Yeah, that too. Uh, Mafia in the morning. Banger. Itzy does no wrong. I don't know why that one didn't hit me as hard. Like, you know, I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But I guess it's also, it, it is a lot of different sounds coming in for the song. I really like the chorus a lot, but also I can't get over Yeji's rap. Ye- Yeji Nujin's rap, I'm like, wow. Like, I'm in love. There were definitely a lot of, like, girl group comebacks these mm-hmm. last few months. What was the one I was looking at? So going into May, I one of the ones I really liked was uh, WJSN The Black. Oh, God. Girl group stands are going to come for me because I barely listen to any <laughs> girl groups. Well, this one, what I really liked about this song is, like, it was, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, very smooth. Um, it was kind of just like like a chill, smooth song. Um, and the girls were dressed up in suits. So like, I love when they do that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that concept is really nice. Like, I like it when they have that type of concept. Ooh, I need to check them out. I've, like, like I said, another group that I always see being talked about on the timeline, just never had the chance to look into it. So question. Mm. Did you watch NCT Dreams come back? I did. I, I have did. thoughts. I was just so overwhelmed by what was going on in the music video. But as a standalone song, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. Definitely not my favorite, though. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't like it. Um, and the reason I didn't like it is because, you know, like the, the opening, like melodic line of it, it sounds mm-hmm. very just like American pop specific. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they had Western producers on it, which is probably why, but I just didn't like that. It sounded so American-y. Mm-hmm. Is it bad for me to say that? I mean, it, it's it's definitely a different sound that, I mean, it, it is that whole quote unquote experimental side of K-pop. I think it's one of those songs that takes a few listens to really, really like it. There's another song that I I hope we can talk about in a little bit, also from the same label, where it it takes a lot to listen through a song that it's just like, it's not sticking to it, like right at the get-go, but you know, I'm not going to dismiss it either. Like I said, it's definitely not one of my favorite NCT releases. it takes a lot of growing on to, but I mean, music video, I love, I love the whole concept of like the food thing that was, I thought like, that's so quirky. I'm here for it, but yeah, I, I'm just part of it is like, I, what's going on? I feel <laughs> what's like, going on? I feel like my old is coming back in here because like, I know I'm getting old because all I do is reminisce about like the past times, but it's like, I just remember when NCT was doing like fucking chewing gum. And now they're like trying to make them hot. They're trying to make them hot now. (laughs) Well, they, I mean, NCT Dream is growing up. You know, they are definitely, I think what I like about NCT Dream is that they have that youthfulness to them still, even though yes, they're, they are getting older and they are maturing with their sound. They still keep this youthful vibe to them. And I mean, hey, we have Mark back with NCT Dream and, like I was like it's good to have him back and I was just like oh yeah that's right Mark's on this track again 
wow, we have like a full NCT Dream, like no more graduation system. Yes. Like we have NCT Dream all together again. And like their songs were good even after Mark left, but like I felt like that there was always that missing factor. And I think even the boys were just like, it's it's definitely different without Mark. And I'm not like, there are so many, like all of them are really, really talented members. And it's just like, oh, I, I, I love how Mark is back to them. Like he fits, it just works. And so it's just like, yes. But yeah, hot sauce. I'm not saying it's a miss for me, but it, it does take a lot of adapting and growing with it. I'm saying it's a miss for me, straight up. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but I also think part of me is still like bitter because they announced NCT Hollywood or whatever. And I'm like, oh God, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want this to happen. So like- I mean, who knows when that's going to happen. Let's see who's even going to be in that unit. You know, I'm scared they're going to bring white boys and they're going to speak really bad Korean. I don't know. Who I'm knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Really quickly, uh, we saw the return of Highlight. A lot of second gen groups are coming back. Yes. And, and we are recording this before 2 p.m. drops, but oh I get the feeling that everybody's going to love the 2 p.m. song. <laughs> oh, God. I watched the teasers for it. I finally opened the box of watching their teasers and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, you definitely know that for the older fans, we're getting some really grown music. And it's just like, oh, there I love, I love 2 p.m. doing the grown thing. Like, oh, God, they're so good at it. I was just like, wow, like this is going to be overwhelming once it comes out. Like, like all the, all the younger girls and guys are just going to be watching between fingers real quick. Be like, cause like, there's so much to see. Like, we're not used to seeing all of this happen. And I'm like, bring back the beastly idols. That is 2 PM. I, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this, but it, I think it happened last year where uh 2 p.m's my house just went viral all of a sudden oh yeah while they were all in the military yeah I don't think we talked I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast but I mean also what 2 p.m is in the midst of doing um you know promotions where they're going back on shows and they performed my house recently that is such a good song it's so good if you haven't listened to 2 p.m or you don't even know who they are yet definitely you have to check them out especially before this comeback if this is going to be your first 2 p.m con- comeback which i think it is for a lot of the younger generation of k-pop fans just strap in enjoy the ride it's gonna be a lot i think their last comeback before this was in 2016 so it's been like five years yeah it's been a long time coming and then i listened to highlights uh newest album with their comeback and it's good to see all of the members back all of the members are you know done with military I'm like oh this is a very highlight song like I'm like I'm glad that they still decided to keep that route and I saw even the like it may not seem like I was like oh this is like to newer fans they're gonna be like what kind of song is this but I'm just like this is so highlight and they still incorporate choreography to it and they're still vocally strong they don't do it like second generation groups again. Just saying. We're doing the old thing again. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> we can't escape it, okay? Listen, we even got to see the reunion of after school. So. Oh, that's true. They did. They went on a music show, right? Mm-hmm. 
So it's just like, oh, the fuels are coming back. Anyways, going back to May, we uh, saw the comeback of Aespa. How are you feeling about it? Did you listen to it? Yeah. This is another one where, like, I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, like two songs in one. I felt like that was the similar t- thing for me for Hot Sauce for NCT Dream, except um, I am very fortunate enough and very lucky. I'm still trying to drag Roxy to get, go on an episode with me um, to talk about it during K-pop cast, which is... our. Uh, uh k-pop chat that is hosted by k-pop cast another great podcast you should listen to if you have the chance and we were just talking about next level and at the time it was just when it released and so i said you know in that space of you know i'm not saying no but i'm not saying yes and it has to grow on me literally i think the next couple of days i could not get what next level out of my head and i'm like yeah, I I have to say, even though it sounds sporadic and everything, I think the whole like beginning part of it, it's so catchy and addictive that it's like that's how they get that that's how they got listeners to really talk about it. And there is this one section in the song where I think Ningning goes into it and it it switches it up. I'm like, I wish this song was a full song, but not gonna lie next level i'm like shit like i'm actually into it 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 got me and i'm like yeah i'm saying yes i think that like it didn't hit me as much as like i loved black mamba Mm -hmm. and it did not have the impact that that song had but it is like it's breaking records right now Mm -hmm. and i think it just proves that like the whole girl crush concept is like the main thing right now Right. Uh, because, you know, that's all Aespa has done and it's made them super popular, so. Uh, I agree. I think I prefer Black Mamba better. I just hope with Aespa, what we're going to get next is a mini album. Please give me a mini album. I, I think I said it too during K-pop chat. I just need more from this girl group. And these doing these singles isn't enough to know who they are. And yes, they, they did another comeback prior to that. It was around closer to the holidays that we saw them do a remake of another song, but it's just like, give me more Espa in terms of song releases. I need to see more of their color. I hate, see, that's why I hate groups that only release singles and I'll mention one later, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the single thing. Like, I think it's fine for your debut if you're gonna do a single, but like follow up with an album at least a mini album or if if it's gonna you know how like sure that it's a single but there's like one additional track on the single that's fine too I just need more and I mean I'm excited to see what Espa does I like you know this whole concept that they have going for in terms of the AI as well it's a futuristic thing I'm excited to see what they're gonna do so one group uh, that I didn't see anybody talking about the comeback for, but I really liked was Rocket Punch. Yeah, I I, I did. I admit I didn't really get into. I I probably missed their comeback to be honest. I didn't. I think I vaguely heard of them coming back. It was um, a new mini album, but the the title song "Ring Ring" is like very eighties. 
it's a, it was, I think it was done really well. It was like a very like upbeat eighties pop type of song. And even though I was born in the nineties, it made me nostalgic. I mean, we technically like what our parents, you know, were around our age for the most part, or like in their early, early enough ages where eighties music was like the hip thing. So I think because we also grew up listening to what our parents listened to, I think it just rubs off because I love the eighties. I love, for me, I love disco music. People wouldn't think about that. I was like, what you disco? Yeah. I, I love disco music. So on all of that era. So I think it happened. So the fact that you're telling me that rocket punch did something eighties, I'm going to go check it out. I love that kind of retro sound. Yeah. And I think it's done really well. It is kind of like a cutesy concept, but I just mm-hmm. like in the music video too, their styling is like awesome. And, uh, like the, the color scheme and stuff. I don't know. I just really liked it. Um, and I thought their mini album was really good too. I was actually going to put it as like the best of the month until, uh, that title was stolen by GWSN. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be checking that out before we get to the other big name that came out in May that everybody will not like it's all over the timeline. And I, if we don't address it, it would be blasphemous of us. He made it like for this particular artist, he made, this is his last comeback for a while. Taman uh, came out with advice. Like Taman coming back was just like, wow. I wrote the review and I'm still like, damn, give me this, give me more. I miss you already. I'll be honest. I am not the biggest Taman stan. I don't have anything against him or his music. I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I will be on that agenda. Like advice. I was just like, man, he pulled out all the stops for his last album before enlistment. And I'm like, it's going to be a long, almost two years without Taven. And I mean, like you saw the resurgence of move, like come back because SF9 covered it for kingdom. And I'm like, it's all about, it was all about Taven in the month of May. And I feel like it, for April, May, like, you know, in that later half of the corner, quarter, excuse me, not corner, we saw a lot of shiny. And so it's just like, whenever shiny members are doing something, I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. So yeah, Taman's album, if you haven't listened to it already, it's a masterpiece. I mean, he does no wrong. Where does he go wrong anyway? Never. Taman is certainly a K-pop sweetheart. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's because everybody saw hit like when shiny came out he was the darling Mokne and you know they saw this Mokne grow up into a soloist who you know held on his own too but was still loud and proud of I'm a shiny member and you know seeing the growth of Taman from debut to now is insane and we're like what we're the same age right like I think so it's just like He's done so much. Where am I? I like say I'm not big on the Taman agenda, but when he performed Danger at the Super M concert, I was so fucking hyped. Oh God, <laughs> right, right. And I like, just there like... were so many people around me that didn't even know the song. And I was just like standing up going ham to Danger. So, I, I, You know what? Also when he did Sayonata uh, Hitori, I'm like, oh, he, he brought out this one. He brought out this Japanese song. Oh my God. I was like- I think no matter what, if you bring up Taman or Shiny, a lot of people are like, yeah, they get excited. 
and I was definitely excited. I I think Advice um, is one of the albums that I still need to pick up, like on a physical album scale, because I love this album. One comeback I did want to mention, actually, um, even just in passing, Mm -hmm. uh, because I really liked the music video. It was uh, Bling Bling's Oh Mama. Yeah, another one that I saw, like, like, go around, made it round, made its rounds, excuse me. I liked it. Yeah, like, I didn't like the song as much as I liked the video. They sort of incorporate, like, uh, animation into it. So it somebody animated the girls, and it kind of sh- shows, like, the human versions, and then it moves into an animated version of them. I thought that was really cool. I mean, another thing, it's hard for me to get into girl groups, but I, I, I saw it thumbs up for me I like it you know well done well done so I did also want to mention that Pixie had a comeback I I don't know who they are really I'm sorry I think you would like them because they do a sort of like dark fairy concept Ooh, Um, I'm here for the darker concepts yeah so uh their first their debut song Wings um very interesting and very dark I really like that. I didn't like their comeback as much. Uh, the song is called Let Me Know. But like the visuals on it are beautiful and dark and my kind of shit. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Roxy's goth girl over here. So yeah. no surprise there. I think we have to address the big, big comeback that happened in May. We're sharing a brain cell right now. Uh, BTS. Yep. <laughs> I, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a big fan of the remixes, but I like Butter. I think I like Butter way more than Dynamite. I agree with that too, but I also was like, as a longstanding BTS fan, um, I'm kind of less about these songs designed to be massive radio hits, which Mm -hmm. is kind of what Dynamite and Butter are. It's just something to get massive radio play. It's not like a it's not, it's not like the most beautiful moment in life, which I will stick to for like the rest of my life. So I mean, Butter did that though. I'm just like, oh, they said dynamite would dynamite is is our, you know, big moment, but you know what? We're gonna make it even better with butter. And I'm just like, and I like dynamite. I'm not gonna say that because you're talking to the person who also has, I think, butter and dynamite in her like top two songs that is played in her playlist. So it's just like I like both. But I think I liked Butter Better because of the sound it gave. It's so addictive. And, you know, it is taking some inspiration of um, Another One Bites the Dust. And I'm just like, yes. So, I mean, they're doing well as we were recording the beginning of it. They released teasers for the July 8th uh, release. And I'm like, oh, they look so good. They look so so good i know these photos probably came out like were taken later on but i'm like oh jimin with red hair again ish purple red oh god i'm not i i don't know what's going on with this next one but they're also uh there's talks that on the new song for because they're re-releasing butter with a new song and i believe ed sheeran is on the the song that they're talking about so I'm just like, ooh, I'm excited. But, you know, I am BTS biased, so. No I am too. I'm just not a big fan of their, like, English-only releases. I'm not 
mad at it. I get a little hipster. I'll be honest. I get a little hipster about it. Um, personally anyway. I think what I can appreciate about both dynamite and butter though, is that it's very bright. And, you know, with times like as of recently, you know, if you need a pick me up, I think listening to butter, especially, I feel like at least for me, it brightens my mood. And even the music video was just like, oh, they all look so well. They look so good. So I'm not mad. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the type of thing that it's a type of genre, type of sound that is good to have out, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you're like really sad. But I also like wallowing in my music. So I like <laughs> being with depressed Yugi or angry Yugi is my favorite when he does yeah, Augusty I- shit. Mm-hmm. That uh, is I- it. I miss angry BTS. In yes. General. I miss I want- angry BTS. Bring it back. I want some danger vibes again. Ooh. danger came on my shuffle yesterday when i was driving and i went so fucking hard dude i love angry bts yeah i agree like i hate that sometimes dark and wild gets erasure when it's like that was such a good album that album is so good i will not stand for slander on dark and wild i i hate that some people forget like not saying all but some people forget that dark and wild was you know, like, I think I saw something where, you know, like, people are, like, lining up, you know, the albums of, like, their thing of what they're talking about. I was like, did they forget that Dark and Wild? Because, like, I saw some debate going around, like, what are, like, the the eras of BTS? And, like, like did you forget that Danger, like, and also Dark and Wild, that album was a thing? Like, don't skip over it. Please. I will fight. I will fight anyone and everyone, but especially people that started uh, biasing BTS in 2018 or later. <laughs> That's my cutoff mark when I start getting mad at people. <laughs> Moving further along, um, towards the end of May, we also got Everglow. I liked it. I actually really liked it. I liked the style of it. Again, it was hard for me to get into girl groups, but like when I saw like, oh, what is Evergirl, uh, Evergirl, Everglow, excuse me, sorry doing and i saw the music video i'm like oh yes i'm here for it the music video is really intense i was like the song was not bad but it also didn't like it didn't catch me mm-hmm. um one that did though was gwsn their whole album was outstanding i know that you didn't listen to gwsn though. <laughs> um i saw everybody talking about it though they're not yeah. in your wheelhouse really mm-mm, mm-mm, they're not like and I'm sorry, but um, to those listening, it like I, I've said it multiple times, it's hard for me to get into girl groups, but conceptually and how they look, I saw them everywhere. They look stunning. I thought that they look good. It's definitely like songs that I need to like just really listen to. May was also the month of Kingdom. So I was just heavily invested into like keeping up with the Kingdom groups and getting to reacquaint myself with some of the groups from kingdom like i'm obviously at's fan stray kids fan but i'm just like i for you know i kind of like lost touch that sf9 was there btb was here you know i got into the fact that i love the boys now and so i'm just like an icon oh my god icon they did so well i wish we could talk is having a comeback on my birthday I'm not ready. Like, I saw the teasers for SF9, and I'm like, oh my god. I ain't ready for this. Post-Kingdom comebacks are coming, and I'm like, oh, not mentally prepared for all of this. They're gonna be so good. 
Yeah, I was not invested in Kingdom uh, just because I didn't have the bandwidth to do that since I kind of have to keep up with all of these comebacks. But uh, I really thought the girls shined a lot in May. I think yeah. there were a lot of great girls that came out there. And GWSN really was my favorite album. I was like so surprised by how good it was. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're not talented. I was just like, this like is eons better than any of the other albums I've listened to this this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. It'll take some time for me to get around the WJSN and the GWSN groups and all the girl groups because I'm just like, there's so many. Moving into June, uh, Monster X had their comeback at the beginning of the month. Yes. I haven't listened to the album, but I got the chance to listen to Gambler and I'm like, oh, yes. Monster X that I'm here for. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, my only complaint is the music video, the way that they shot this, uh, the camera was never steady. It was constantly mm. moving. So I was having vertigo problems. Like I couldn't watch the whole video. I was like, I can't even tell what's going on. You get mm. shots of the members for two seconds and then it pans over. I'm like, please, I don't have, <sighs> I can't process this. I haven't seen the music video yet, but I, I will definitely brace myself for it. I mean, as a song itself, it, it is the Monster X wheelhouse there doing the things and I'm just like oh it's so good it's so good it's a great follow-up to their last one the problem with the music video is the movements are very jerky so the camera Mm. is kind of like and it's like I please if you're following choreography please be like still (laughs) too (laughs) much movement but yeah it is definitely their wheelhouse um Mm -hmm. can't really go wrong with that I mean, and I just feel like for Monster X, it's like they're one of those groups that they just keep improving and improving and improving. And it's just like, they only go up from there. And I'm just like, Monster X is really killing the game right now. And there's, uh, I don't know if it's true. Somebody please confirm it. They're, they're preparing for their next English album, I believe. And I'm I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm always excited for what Monster X is going to do and like I hold them close to my heart just because of everything that has happened another big name comeback was EXO yay can't forget that I have beef about it though dude please do tell um they said Lei was going to be back and all they did was CGI him in for three seconds yeah like I think you know we were given crumbs but I I am glad that at least we got participation from Lei I think, I think he's being held captive in China, to be honest. <laughs> um, please free Lei. I'm worried about him. Uh, he has been stuck there since 2018 or 2017. Um, I just want him back. And I don't want him CGI'd in with one verse. I want him all the way back in. Yeah, like it, it was a little awkward, not going to lie, at the end to see the whole, like you could t- definitely tell it was green screen at the very end of the music video. I think that's the one thing I, I will not like about it. It's just like, I wish that they were all together. It, it seemed like, you know, they're trying to their best to accommodate to the situations that are happening. But it's just like, I really like, I miss seeing Lei with the rest of the EXO members. But... It is so good to hear him throughout the album, actually. Like he has, it's just not on Don't Stop the Feeling. It's throughout the whole album where you can hear Lay. And my favorite has to be Paradise off that album. My favorite B-side, I should say. The whole album, like 
and it's we have Dio back. We have Kyungsu back in the mix as well for this EXO comeback. So, I mean, I I wish that they did promotions for it, but oh, it was such a like this is it's so good to have an album back with members. Though it is still missing Chen, and I feel like oh, come back. It was nice to see Kesu. He's my favorite just because he hates being like in public. He's like my favorite person for that. Kesu <laughs> like, doesn't put up with bullshit. Yeah, I also just was just like I was like, oh, I love how they're still continuing, you know, the whole exoplanet and um, their concept. And I'm just like, yes, more, please. Can can we have all the members back? As far as songs go, though, I feel like it was not like peak. EXO if that makes sense it's definitely still within the realm of songs like just felt kind of generic like I know they can do better if that makes sense oh like I feel like it's like a song that you know how should I describe it it's a song that it's still their thing but it could have been stronger for sure and but they're still gonna get that addictive play and they know that you know, I think EXO is at that point where, you know, we're just going to do music. We're going to put out the music that we like and, you know, do their own thing. And I think they're just not really looking at the competitive side. They're so comfortable where they're at. And so it's one of those songs of like, yeah, like this is just something that we're, we're happy about. And we get to, you know, showcase more members again and have that vocal uh, presence again. And it's just like, it's a reminder, we're still here kind of situation for the song. And I'm not mad at it. I know. I just like, I loved Obsession so much. I kind of wanted something mm-hmm. along those lines. So they do really well when it comes to their darker concepts, like Monster, Obsession. I love it when they go into that realm. But I think it's like also fitting to, and Don't Stop the Feeling is very fitting to the season where we're getting a lot more upbeat, catchy more summertime songs so it I think it also comes with the season that we're in where we're getting these types of releases speaking of upbeat concepts do you know what's not pink fantasy yes oh my god I think I text I I messaged you I'm like Roxy if you haven't listened to pink fantasy yet oh my god these girls they really put screamo in their song okay yes. i've never heard anyone do this dreamcatcher does their dark like intense rock vibes they have never put screamo in there i was so excited i rem- like yeah i was i'm trying to look for the message that i sent you i was just like if you haven't heard it oh my god oh i don't I'm- know which one of them did the screaming i am pretty sure it was a girl it was one of the girls because I listened to a lot of Screamo, so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And even if it wasn't, and if it was somebody else, you know, in, like, you know, a backing vocal, even then, the fact that they incorporated it was already like, yes, we don't get this. I, like, we still have that mystery of, we don't know who the other member is, she's still in a mask, but also just conceptually, too, it is so dark, but it fits so well with this girl group. So like the fact that it's kind of a, you know, a contradictory, an ironic thing where it's pink fantasy. When you think of pink, you know, cute and bright and happy. And then they're doing this kind of concept with their newest release. I'm like, fuck yeah. They actually too, some of their song, well, 
they've only this is where i have issues okay because they're one of those groups that only release singles hmm. and hmm. they release singles like once a year so um this new this uh latest release was a mini album but all it was was basically a remake of their singles with the new members so mm. it's like their debut track and then another one the full group one uh this new title track and then like a song that's only an instrumental their debut was like it was like a dark concept but it also had cutesy with it so it's a mm-hmm. little weird it's called Iriwa um oh, I love Iriwa though Iriwa it, I think is still my favorite song from them really because it's so fun it's a it's a weird mix of like dark and cutesy um mm-hmm. but this new one is like straight up satanic symbols like <laughs> black lipstick black right leather it goes all the way and that screamo just hit different like uh-huh I am I so agree. excited to see like a k-pop group dive into that kind of sound I like I don't know uh are there performances out already I was like it would be really great to hear the girls live doing it but I'm just like oh pink fantasy yes I because as soon like I said as soon as I saw it I, I think I woke up to it and I'm like oh yeah that's right pink fantasy release I was still in bed when I was watching it and then I fully woke up and I immediately was like pink fantasy Roxy pink fantasy <laughs> they are apparently uh promoting it because I see an Inkigayo here performance Ooh. I wonder if they did it. I mean, it would be great to do it live, but also the strain on vocal cords might, you know, be a little harsh, but oh my God, Pink Fantasy. We've talked about them before. We've highlighted them on a previous podcast as one of the underrated groups. They are still very underrated. If you haven't checked these girls out, we definitely recommend because they're, 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 they're another group to watch out for. And I really want to see who this mass member is. So please give them their number one because that's the only way how it's going to happen as Roxy is still looking for it. Another Sorry. group. <laughs> <laughs> I was checking the live performance to see if somebody did the scream. Uh, no, you're fine. Yeah, they did not. Ah, boo. I know. It's okay. Um, uh, we cannot forget about this girl group either. Twice made their comeback. I am addicted to alcohol free. Really, I listen to it. Um, it's probably going to grow on me. A lot of twice is that way. Like, I very rarely liked it from the first listen, but it was so summery. It is so like tropical summer. Mm-hmm. It's just like feels good. It, yeah, it, it's such a feel good song. And then not going to lie, it's just like I, I love how they did. They incorporated, you know, the drinks into the song. And it's so cute, but at the same time, it's like, it is a song that's made for you to feel good, also be by the poolside with this type of song. And I love how they have that mix of a little bit of Latin flair to it. So it, it is tropical and I feel like it fits. I like, I think I said it one podcast where it's like, it's one of those things where I'm learning to fall in love with Twice Again. And my favorite twice come back had to be dance the night away but I'm not gonna lie I think alcohol free is gonna take on my new favorite like repeat song it's just so cute and I love how they look they all look amazing in this music video I love how it is colorful and it's in that realm of summer comebacks that I think we miss seeing from or at least I miss I don't know I think you could agree though like we miss seeing from Sistar almost it's just like yes summer songs 
for the win for me and alcohol uh, alcohol free did it for me and I'm just like how can you not like twice I my last repeat twice song was likey mm. so it's been a while for me but um mm-hmm. I don't know it's just like tried and true twice like mm-hmm. it works and mm-hmm. it's good so why would you change it yeah like if it's not broken why like why fix it you know so twice they're always gonna be causing quite the stir and everybody is going to be just talking about them they did well with this comeback i i think i actually don't own any twice albums i think this might be the first album that i actually have to pick up because i liked the album so much my brain just just thought of like what would twice look like if they did a screamo comeback that would be so interesting i don't think they ever would but can you imagine like a super dark twice comeback it's hard to hear like I'm just trying to like visualize it and hear it because you have Sana's voice you have and Dahyun well Dahyun can get pretty deep with her rap so is Young. but like some of these girls have those lighter airy voices that I'm like I don't know if I can see that it's yeah so I don't weird. I don't think it would ever happen but like what if it imagine did? yeah imagine. <laughs> I'd be like yes <laughs> here for it Oh my god. There, uh, we saw the comeback of Lucy. We're seeing a lot more bands come out. Yeah, strangely enough, bands are not my wheelhouse. So I don't really like listen to them that much. But I hear that I'm missing out on some really quality music because of that. Lucy's comeback, I'm not gonna lie. Lucy the band, by the way. If you yeah, not my dog. <laughs> yes, not Roxy's dog. Um, if you haven't got into them, if you're in that realm of more whimsical fantasy-like type of sound um something that if you are an anime fan you would hear in an opening or a closing song I think Lucy is one of those bands and they're very refreshing to hear their uh I got you was definitely different from what they previously put out but it's still them in that playful whimsical way and I'm like I didn't get to the chance to listen to the rest of the album I uh, something came up I was gonna cover it shout out to Omani for taking it over and it's such a good song like D- Lucy is also another underrated group that you have to check out with the rise of more K bands coming out Lucy is another one to watch and they're only growing more and more and they actually I, I covered their collaboration song for with uh Akmu Suhyun, and I forgot the name of the producer, I forgive me, but if you are a pet owner, that particular release will hit hard for you, but it's also so sweet. So um, yeah, Lucy did that. I say listen to it, listen to them, give them a listen. We've, we've mentioned a lot of more like rookie underrated artists, this comeback session, and I'm glad that you know these groups are finally getting their moment to shine. Please, I, I just want people to, to listen to Pink Fantasy so bad. Please, yeah. God, I am so in love with it. I can't. I think that was probably my favorite one of the quarter, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that that was like, it took, I think when you listen and see Pink Fantasy's news release, it'll take everybody by surprise. Um, we also can't ignore that we also got Brave Girls and Seventeen, who just recently made a comeback. Brave Girls making a resurgence. Yes. We love to see it. I actually covered um, their comeback before this that nobody paid attention to. 
for Roland? Uh, no, not Roland. No. no, they had a comeback this year, earlier this year, that no one paid attention to. It was a very sweet, it was like a retro style song. It was really good and uh, mm-hmm. nobody cared and it annoyed me. <laughs> like, I really don't <laughs> like, I, I really hate seeing these groups struggle so much and I don't know what's causing these resurgences, but like let it happen like I I really wish that these older groups got the attention too. like you know it with the saturation of the the industry it's hard or and easy for groups to get lost in the storm of it all but you know brave girls made their resurgence with Roland cheat my bottom I listened to it earlier I was like yes I love this I didn't watch the music video, but the song itself, yes. I can see why everybody's talking about them too. And congratulations to Brave Girls. I mean, with it, it's not easy to make that resurgence. And the fact that they're doing it, major props to them. At least they got to come back. One that hasn't happened yet, but that I have uh, high hopes for is Luna. They're coming out the same day as 2 p.m. Oh, it's today. Or no, or I think tomorrow. today. Today, tomorrow technically for us oh yeah. I'm excited to see them everybody's been waiting for Luna I think because I really liked what they've been releasing recently mm-hmm. so I think that's going to be a good one too but and Luna fans they're just waiting they're ready to go speaking of ready to go more like ready to love 17 I'm not mad at it I liked it it's definitely um on their more lighthearted uh types of sounds I like their more darker ones. I think there's a trend that you see between me and Roxy. Yeah. But I, I liked Ready to Love. It, it is very springtime summer um, vibes. And there, it's a mature sound for 17. I'll be honest, I haven't listened to that one yet. <laughs> I say give it a listen. Um, visually, the music video is stunning. Love the colors that is in that music video. It's not as sad as don't want to cry but if you're liking those types of lighter sounds and music videos yes ready to love is up that alleyway and uh i there's lots of growth for 17 and i love how they're coming into this this stage of their career and their music and it's really the music that they want to release and i'm proud i'm really proud that they're doing this and we're getting a lot more solo stuff from 17 too which or solo unit stuff i should say yeah, for sure. Because like the eight released something in April. I know I saw that. Hoshi's spider release. Yeah. And can you believe it's for 17? This is their eighth mini album. Eight. It's insane. Like they're doing so well. And I, I'm I'm just proud. I'm a proud ca- carrot. And I know if Kelly was here, <laughs> she'd be like, listen to 17. As we're going towards the end of this episode, um, I want to just mention two solo artists that have made their comeback, long-awaited comeback, because it's been quite some time. Wusong released Lazy, which is such a mood, if you haven't listened to it already. If you just want, like, it is the epitome of, like, I just want to be lazy. I don't care what you think. I'm going to be doing my own thing. Leave me alone. That is that type of song. But it's so catchy at the same time. And it the music video is so cute. And then also for Sam Kim you know, really great art, R&B artists. I love how he switched it up by providing something that is a little bit more, it's still acoustic R&B, but it's more indie pop fusion. And I'm like, oh, these 
these solo artists are so killing it this month and I'm so proud I'm so so proud I when um when I texted Roxy it's just like hey who's up he's oh oh man I was thoroughly impressed I was same goes for Sam Kim and I loved how for Sam Kim we got to see him dance as well well actually for both of them from both artists we got to see them dance in their music videos and I'm just like yes more of this please thank you it's been a while since Sung has done anything it's been over I mean he did participate in an OST I think last year but like in terms of like a comeback it's been a, over a year I assume Same that has to do with their issue mm-hmm. with the company yeah but you know proud of Sung and Sam Kim congratulations you made your comeback looking forward to more work please not just a single give me an album please please that's pretty much it yeah we've covered a lot for this comeback catch-up I think we talked about a lot there have been a lot and I think there's like something for everyone's taste as we've Mm -hmm. said there's your upbeat pop all the way to some motherfucking screamo there's just something Um, for everyone in there as we ended up which comebacks are you excited for coming up soon because they haven't made their comeback but they're coming soon who are you looking forward to seeing sf9 yes i agree always sf9 (laughs) i'm excited to see who who do we have on our list i'm excited for um the boys i'm also excited for dpr live he's making their comeback his comeback i'm excited for that um and who else? There's one more. We've, we've already said Luna. Jong Up is coming back. Oh, yeah. He is. Ooh, that'll be exciting. Um, I'm trying to look at our list that we have. For the Day 6 fans, Even of Day is coming back. There, there's a lot coming out, actually. Oh, my God. There's already a lot slated for July, and we haven't even got there. Soyeon from Jiedo is making her comeback. And I'm like, oh, let's see what she has to do. I love her rap. Oh, and 2 p.m. <laughs> I think we're very excited for 2 p.m. coming up soon. If you see me and Roxy dead on the timeline, you know why. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot happening. Summer summer is a very uh, explosive time. I think summer, I think whether you were a K-pop fan back then or even now, there's just so much that happens within the summer season that we see tons and tons of comebacks and it's going to be overwhelming but at least we're being fed. At least there is no gap of, you know, no content being released. There is no rest for a K-pop stand, to be honest. All right. So with that, I think we are good to wrap up. Do you have any final thoughts today? If we missed a comeback, if we didn't talk about it, we apologize. There are so many that we would love to cover, but, you know, we do cover them on our website. So you can always see what we're doing up on the website for the Craze Magazine. And if we miss talking one here on the podcast, definitely there is one, at least an article that is out on the website. Give all of these comebacks, these groups, some love, support them. And yeah, thanks for tuning into another episode. And the Craze Cast is available on all platforms. So give us a follow and don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. So this has been the Craze Cast, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.